0: I'm Elena Becker, and this is PS, the Puget Sound podcast, where I'll be talking with members of our community about their Puget Sound experiences. Today we're recording from Mooneyard Studio in Tacoma, Washington, and our guest is Noah Thomas, a senior from Palm Springs, California. Noah is a double major, in computer science and a special interdisciplinary major, which means he designed it himself with the help of a faculty committee focusing on digital media and communication. Noah, thanks for coming on the podcast.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: Very excited to have you here. Do you want to tell everybody a little bit about how we know each other? Because we go back now a whole year.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Long time. Um, Yeah, so I work in the admissions office. You sure do. I sure do. A lot. Um, And I love it. Um, And, yeah, last summer we had a lot of really exciting things because new people were coming in and all this. And um, me and my other coworkers did not know any of the people that were coming or any of the admission counselors. Um, But... One of them, really cool. The name is Elena. They're Mm -hmm. on the other side of the microphone right now, Um, and yeah, and we've just kind of become like work, work, just chatting at the front desk, chatting, yeah, chatting at the front desk, having a great time. You know, go across the office. Um, If you ever come to the front desk, I always like to chat to people. So you know, ask for Noah, and I'll have a great, we'll have a great time talking about school life, all that kind of good stuff. It'll be
0: a bummer if you're not at work and somebody comes up and asks for Noah.
1: Side note. Don't ask for me next semester because I'm gonna be gone.
0: Where are you gonna be next semester? <laughs> I'm going
1: to Budapest next semester to I, study abroad.
0: I don't want to undercut the truth of our work friendship, but I did not know that about you.
1: I know. I well, okay. So uh-huh. I didn't know I wanted to go abroad. Right. Um. I I felt like I didn't know a lot of things going to college. I didn't even know I wanted to go to school or do yeah. anything, and everything kind of like fell into place very nicely, which is really nice for me and for my life because <laughs> I just kind of let things happen. Um. <laughs> but I. I like wanted to take some some more classes that like mixed a lot of these different areas I was studying like I really want to like I'm interested in film and visual arts and all this kind of stuff and I've taken different classes on my campus at, at University of Puget Sound on our campus um, and I've had a really great time and I was really excited about seeing how I can expand that knowledge and my academic advisor he's like hey I know this is late and I know that you know you're going to be a senior next semester but or next year, but you should really, really look into this program um, called AIT Budapest. Um, and they're like a primarily, um, well, they're only a computer science school. or That's what I applied and got into. Which and is what
0: you're studying here too, Yeah, that's right? what I'm studying here. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, so, and he's like, you'd really like this and I think it like fits right with your interest and it adds like onto your education here and adds a lot more classes that um, you like might not be normally interested in. Um, so I thought about it and I was like, you know what, I'm going to do this and I worked with my advisors and people from the honors program and people from the registrar and all these different people trying to make this, make this happen. Um, And we like really had to like figure out and, basically built out my entire college schedule from the day that I was like, maybe I want to study abroad to see how everything fit. Um, but by seeing like myself work and all these other people and all these surrounding things work together. But at the same time, I was like, oh, I don't know if it's actually going to happen yet. So I didn't tell anyone. Um, but then I just forgot to tell people once I got admitted <laughs> into it. So I keep surprising people. Um, they're like, oh, wow, you're leaving? I was like, yeah, I'm leaving actually in two days. So it was nice seeing you and see you next Is semester. Is it really in two,
0: two days? <laughs> well, from... I'm going
1: home in two days. Okay. And then I'm leaving at the end of the month to go. Got it. To Budapest. At the end of August. Yeah, yeah, at the end of August. Um, yeah, and their semester like lines up perfectly with ours, which is nice because I get to spend all summer here with all my friends in Tacoma, including the ones in the ambition's office like Elena. Hey. Um, <laughs> and then I also get to go home and see my family and my dogs and all that good stuff. And
0: where is home when you say you're going to go home?
1: So I'm from Palm Springs. Well, okay, that's actually a lie. I'm from the Bay Area. <laughs> and then in middle school, we moved to Southern California to the Palm Springs area. Right. I'm with you. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I,
0: I was validating.
1: Okay, okay, cool. Um, so I moved to Palm Springs, Southern California, and then recently while I was in college, my parents moved back to Northern California, but instead the Bay Area, well, I guess it's kind of the Bay Area, but they moved to Santa Cruz. Okay. So, like, they got to fulfill their dreams of living on, on the beach. Um, not retired on the beach yet, but I think that's the goal, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: you can plead the fifth on this question, but as somebody who's experienced both, is there a better half of California?
1: Oh, that's, that's a great question. Thank you. Um, let's I ask hard hitting <laughs> questions here
0: at PS the Puget Sound Podcast.
1: Um, I think that that that's a really good question. It's kinda hard. Um I don't really know how much I remember from the Bay Area like being little and I know I had sure. a lot of really great experiences and it was really cool. I think especially there were a lot of like families and kids there. So I thought it was a really good great place to be from you know, like elementary school. Because we got to walk, like we walked to school every single day elementary school. Yeah, that's nice. And community and... Yeah, and that was really cool. Um, But then moving to Southern California opened a lot more opportunities for me. Um, I'm really, I was super interested in film and then kind of got a little bit less interested but Mm. got back interested in more again recently. Yeah. Um, But I think being in Southern California and having like all these resources close to me really helped me build this like knowledge and, and interest into this. Um. So I definitely like that. And I think I made a lot, brought, a lot of really cool connections and met a lot of cool people in Southern California. But it is very hot in the desert. <laughs> and Indeed. That's, that also was one of the reasons why I wanted to come here. I was like, I want to go somewhere where the sun doesn't come out every single day and it's not 120 degrees every single day.
0: 120, that's what it is. Really. Okay, not every
1: single day. That's well, no, but it, like, but, it, like, it, it up does up get up to 120. Yeah, That's and nuts. Yes. Yeah. So I was like, I want to get out of
0: here. I'm not built for that. It gets over 75 and I kind of start fanning myself and whatnot, rolling the windows down.
1: Yeah, yeah, like, I know I'm not glad that I moved because, like, I'm not glad my family moved because that means that I don't get to see, like, my friends over the summer, but also that means I don't have to go home to the 120 degree heat, and, right. like, going to the Pacific Northwest has really um, made me much more sensitive to hot weather, so, mm-hmm. like, it was 80 the other day, I was like, wow, it's so hot right now, <laughs> yeah. and, like, like, oh, wow, this is, like, a nice spring day in bombs ba- <laughs> rings.
0: Is that part of how... You started your college search. Were you honestly thinking about that as a data point? Like, I want to go somewhere where it's easier to be outside more of the time?
1: Yeah, actually, I so again, I lived in California my entire life mm-hmm. and I was like, I do not want to go to school in California. Yeah. I think I applied to one California school. That's my parents, were like, you need to apply to one California school. <laughs> yeah. But other than that, I applied to, yeah, just kind of all over the place. But um, once I really thought about it, I was like, you know what, when I was little, for some reason, I really wanted to live in Washington one day. Hey, and greatest I have no idea state in the why. union. I know, it's, it's a pretty cool place. Um, So I was like, you know what, I'll apply to some schools in Washington. So I applied to Puget Sound and to another um, much bigger school and was like, do I want to go the big school route, small school route, all that kind of stuff. Um, But so, so being California, I think really influenced that idea because like I like rain and cloudy yeah. days and stuff. But also I think. I've really learned to appreciate the sun a lot more and I feel like that can really be interpreted in like a bad way. But um <laughs> but no, I really like like I for a long time, even for my like my first year here, when it was sunny, I would like, be like okay, cool, the sun is out. That's yeah. that's all that's nice. But Like, the more I thought about it, the more I realized it's just so cool to see how much campus and everyone just explodes once it's, like, a sunny Sunday afternoon. And there's dogs and babies and, like, all sorts of, like, (laughs) lovely things.
0: It's nice. People who have visited or who have lived up here will know this. But for folks who haven't, Puget Sound's campus is kind of in a residential neighborhood. And so especially if it's nice out, people... to a respectful extent but like use the campus as a public park like kids will ride their bikes through or people will walk their dogs and so it's especially nice if it's a nice day out to like go outside and pet dogs and one walks past every 45 seconds (laughs) yeah
1: it's beautiful one of the best Dogs that I saw mm-hmm. was this like older man, and he's pushing the dog in a wheelbarrow. And like, in a he wheelbarrow? Saw the wheel- yeah, yeah. And I was like, he saw all my friends looking, and he's, and he's like, he stopped and he's like, Yeah, you know, we go on walks, we went on walks every single day, but now her legs aren't working as well. But I still want to take her on walks, so he just pushes her in a wheelbarrow every single day. Really? Even just thinking about it, my eyes are already watering up a little Does bit. Does
0: he come through campus every I've single day? I've seen him.
1: I have not seen him in a while, which makes me a little nervous. Oh. But also, I I live off campus now, so I'm gonna say Maybe it's your I'm schedule. Say, yeah, that's I'm gonna say off. it's my schedule is off. So, um, so you know, keep your eyes up for for a wheelbarrow dog person.
0: Okay, I'll I'll stay <laughs> alert. Every, I think everybody has their favorite dogs. There's also a gentleman that walks two twin chocolate labs, and wow. I like to say hi to those dogs. That's
1: beautiful. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They're if you lovely. don't follow
1: already, dogs of Puget Sound on Instagram. I don't know if it's being up to right now because it's summertime, but like. It There's will a lot be of great dog pics on there, and everyone can send them in and stuff. So. I think the
0: handle is Dogs of Puget Sound, yeah, right? But it's exactly yeah. what it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah, very worthwhile way to spend your time. <laughs> Definitely. Tell me a little bit more about once you kind of narrow down when you're in high school, once you narrow down your college search to, well, you said you looked all over, but once you have your list, mm-hmm. how do you actually end up at Puget Sound?
1: Um. So, again, I visited a couple of schools just all over, and I was like, again, I want to be in Washington, it was between here Puget Sound and another much bigger school Mm -hmm. in Washington and I just visited both of them the same weekend and really like analyzed everything that was happening and one of the really weird criteria that I had was when I walked into the lunchroom at our school versus the other big school Mm -hmm. surprisingly the biggest school was like dead silent and there's just people with their headphones on watching Netflix sitting all by themselves no one like communicating or socializing or anything and it was just one person sitting at a table all by themselves everywhere and I was like I don't really know. I don't know if I want to go somewhere like that where I'm just like – I'm kind of isolated. I want to be somewhere where I'm part of the community and part of something greater and get to meet these people. When it came to Puget Sound, when I walked in the lunchroom, it was very loud. And <laughs> at first I was like, oh my gosh, We're like what is happening right now? But then I actually started to like break it down. I was like, wow, these tables are all in like these giant lines and everyone's sitting together and people might not know each other, but they're all having a great time and laughing and chatting and, and doing all that. And I thought that was so cool to see. And I think looking back at it now, that's a really great example of the community that we had on our campus and just being able to see again, like All these people having a great time when it's just like you're eating lunch with each other and you can make it like a great break in the middle of the day between, you know, your two classes, your two hardest classes. You can look forward to having lunch with your friends, you know, every Wednesday afternoon or something like that. And just have like that time set aside to be able to do that. And I think that's something I've really seen all over campus. And that was, like, super important to me.
0: You're sort of anticipating my next question here, and I suspect that the answer is going to be yes based on what you just said. But did you feel like once you got here that that sort of the community you had anticipated did prove to be true, that you could access that type of community and meet people in the way that you you thought you would?
1: Definitely, yeah. I remember on the very first day that we were here, like, all the RAs, the resident assistants, they Mm -hmm. were all dressed up in these crazy costumes and brought everyone outside And we played these like giant games or like, you know, like big field games and stuff. And at one point we played rock, paper, scissors. (laughs) And it was like, so you play rock, paper, scissors. If you lost against your partner, you would like make a conga line kind of behind them and everyone would be like have their arms on each other and you'd make these giant, basically they become giant chains and end ended up winning the entire game of rock, paper, you scissors. Did? Yes. Noah. <laughs> so I won. And then everyone just picked me up and started chanting my name. And I was like, oh my gosh, what is happening right now? And then other Noahs came up to me like, hey, my name is Noah too. Let's like, sh- like, like can we share like this um, like, achievement together? I was like, yeah, sure. That's fine with me. So I became friends with like four other Noahs that night. Um, also, I had never, I'd not never met another Noah, but like, there weren't that many Noahs at my high school. Yeah, but it's, was a it's lot like a of recognizable
0: <laughs> but not super common name, Yeah, I would say. But then
1: here, you know, if you're if you a Noah and you want to come to Puget Sound, we can make a Noah club, and I think it would be a lot of fun.
0: You think you could get ASAP's funding for that?
1: Uh, you know, I can try.
0: As long as you let other people in, I yeah, think. Yeah, you can if be honorary Noahs. Sure, that's kind, that's inclusive. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about your academic journey also. Do you come to college on that first day that you're outside playing rock, paper, scissors thinking you're going to be a computer science major?
1: Yes and no. So I was maybe interested in doing something along the pre-med track Mm. because I was like, I don't totally know what I want to do yet. I think I'm interested in this. Like I've, you know, like had experiences in my past that have like made me like, oh, I really want to be able to like work with kids and work like – maybe help make them better if they're sick, you know. Right. So at first I was like, maybe I'll I'll do that and I'll also do computer science and then maybe I'll do like, do I like business? I don't know. Maybe maybe Mm. I'll try that and then I'll try all these other things. So I came in with like this really wide variety of ideas I wanted to do so when I first like my first semester I actually took class in those different areas so I had my chemistry class and my econ class yeah. and my computer science class and then my like you know regular seminar that everyone takes and then after taking those classes like okay you know business econ that's like not my thing I'm not interested in that so I narrowed it down one more I was like all right let's see pre-med computer science both none who knows um and then I took I the next semester good to go. And then the next, the, my first semester of sophomore year was the semester where I took o mm. And you know, that that's time I killer. was like, yeah, I was like, hmm, maybe I don't want to do this. You know, like <laughs> four days a week at 8 a.m. That really like says, if you like this class, you are ready to like follow this track. And if right. you don't like this class, you know, that's totally fine. But maybe this isn't for you. And I realized halfway through that semester, I was like, you know, I don't know if this is for me, but for some reason, I was like, I'm going to stick through and take this class all semester. Right. So now I can say I took OCAM for fun, but it definitely was a lot of work. But it also really helped me, like, again, learn about how much support there is on this campus, because um, I was like, OK, the first test did great. Second test was like, mm. Probably need a little bit of help here, so started meeting with my professor. We're in office hours, which all professors have, um, and eventually he learned how I learned, and was able to like reteach me everything we were doing hmm. in the class. If I was having problems with it in a way that he knew I would understand, that he didn't teach the rest of the class, hmm. so it's like this really cool mutual relationship we had, where I would put in work, then he would put in work to help me put in more work yeah. to succeed in the class, and I actually end up getting a pretty good grade in that class because this is your of how O-chem much, professor. Yes, yeah, this is my yeah. OCAM professor. So someone who's super busy, has class at 8 a.m. four days a week, and teaches labs and do all this, he found the time to meet with yeah. me, and I wasn't the only one that he met with frequently. He met with so many other students. So. I think seeing that was really cool and helped me realize that, like, you know, maybe this isn't the thing for me. But I'm really glad that even after knowing that, my professors were s- s- looking out for me so much and wanted to help me help me do that.
0: Right. Um, and do you then end up at computer science sort of by process of elimination?
1: Sort of. And yeah. I was like, I was like, okay, maybe I don't want to do OKM. I'm gonna like put more effort into computer science, mm-hmm. which I end up really liking. And I had no experience with computer science whatsoever. You hadn't to taken college. a class
0: in high school, Mm-mm, and
1: my my. Neither my parents are in the tech field or anything like that, yeah. so I was like, "I think technology and computers are cool. Let's see what it's like." Right. And so I definitely came in completely blind, but I'm like that got me really excited about things, got me to really work hard. Um, so made it through that, and then um, second semester, um, sophomore year after I was like, "Okay, I'm not doing pre med," and I was like, "I feel like I need something more though. I don't want to just do computer science because I don't know. I'm not like that. I like." have to make the most out of my time and meanwhile I'm also already a math minor by accident kind of because just (laughs) when my credits worked I took APs in high school and then other classes I had to take all matched up for that and I'm also in the honors program so I was like all right let's see I have a little bit of wiggle room left let's see what I can make out of this so um our school has this program where you can build your own major Mm -hmm. um call it's called a special and special interdisciplinary major um which basically I was like hey Maybe I'll look into this a little bit. I don't know what I want to do yet. So I met with my computer science advisor, and he's like, yeah, you know, if this is something you're interested in, I will definitely be on board with helping you figure this out, but you have a lot of work to do ahead of you. So I spent the next probably year figuring it out, doing some research, looking at other schools, looking at our programs, looking at how everything changed, and um, putting all this work into, like, what do I want this major to be, and does it exist at other schools, and how can I model off those other schools? Um, And then I was able to, like, actually put something together and get it approved through my three advisors for the program and through our um curriculum committee. So I'm so I got a, my second major in digital media and communication, which um the approach that I kind of created in that other schools build and what matches up with our curriculum is basically kind of an intersection between um communication. Um we have these film humanities classes that I added as well and then some extra computer science classes and putting all those together. Um made this second major and that's actually another reason why i'm going abroad uh going back to that first thing we talked about is that this will add some extra classes that actually help like mold all of these kind of different kind of similar subject areas together into one
0: want to learn more about the time classics professor eric orland staged a mock siege of athens in wyatt hall I'm Tori Henson, Assistant Director of Admission and Transfer Admission Coordinator at Puget Sound, and you can go to pugetsound.edu/stories to read about "Reacting to the Past," Athens versus Sparta in 2019. So just to recap. You have you're in the honors program. Yes. You have one straight up computer science major. Yes. You have a math minor. Yeah. And you're double majoring in a special interdisciplinary major that you've designed yourself focusing on. Did you just say digital media and communication? Yeah. Okay. Tell me about that second major. You have sort of gotten into it. But what kinds of themes are you looking to engage with? What kinds of questions are you interested in? What's up with that?
1: Yeah. So, um, again, I said this earlier. I was really interested in film, and then I was like, never mind, I don't really know if I'm interested in this, and then somehow, out of nowhere, I was like, wait, I actually am kind of interested in this, and not necessarily just film on screen, but also, like, how does video and photo and all these different kinds of content get created online, and, like, what does that mean, and, like, what are the what are the circumstances behind that? Yeah. Um, so I took a really cool class um, with Professor Nick Brody in the Communication Department mm-hmm. um, called Online Communication, um, and that class I think really emphasized a lot of what the majors I'm creating is based off of and built off of. So we every week we would look at a different like a different topic and a couple different theories behind that, and then match it to everyday everyday life or like you know like things you would do yeah online um so like we looked at emoji and we played emoji pictionary Mm -hmm. and talked about like why does using them to emphasize things work but you can't just speak with them and you know looking at like why do people swipe swipe left or right on tinder Mm -hmm. and talked about our own like tinder experiences (laughs) with our professor in the class and he was very fascinated with that (laughs) um so i think i think looking at social media and just media in general and um what role does technology play in that? I think it's something really interesting that I've started to get into, and I think I'm going to get into that a lot more while I'm abroad, mm-hmm. uh, because I'm, I'm going to be taking classes like app design, user right. interface design, and a computer animation class. So again, like, how does computer science influence this media that we're creating and people are consuming, and like, what is happening to that content? And I think it's made me really um, interested in a lot of current events too, like specifically mm-hmm. online. And I, I think. Each of these classes, I'm like, oh, that's why that is the way it is. Or right. like and has made more questions that I've been able to answer in my classes or ask in my classes and, and learn about.
0: One of the things that I remember feeling so acutely, especially in my senior year of college and you're about to enter your senior year, is this feeling that amongst these sort of big questions that don't always have clear answers, having this real moment of clarity for myself of like, oh, I got smarter. Like I'm asking sharper questions. I'm able to think in a more sophisticated way about them. I organize my thoughts more effectively. And even just in hearing you describe how your interests evolved and how you were able to start framing them into questions and then also into fields where you can apply them into things like app design or any of the other things that you're going to study. I'm wondering if that's been true for you. Like, have you seen some of those ideas and interests that maybe were a little more vague at the start of your time at Puget Sound start to crystallize into direction a little more?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I think if Noah right now meant, like, Noah coming to school, <laughs> I think they'd be very – I think they're very different people. Yeah. And that's both, like, academically and socially. Mm-hmm. Or just, you know, like, I think – I've seen this with everyone, but everyone's kind of, like, growing into themselves through college. I think that's been really cool to see. Yeah, um, But specifically, like, academically, yeah, I – um <laughs> I feel like this sounds kind of nerdy, but I've definitely found some points. I'm like, my brain has been, like, functioning, like – like, basically, like, like, things I've learned in computer science. I'm like, oh, if this happens, on this. If that happens, on that. And I'm like, right. why am I thinking this way? Like, I guess I might really this invested in, like, what I'm learning and what I'm talking about. Um, but I, th- I think it's really interesting that I'm I'm actually be able to, like, understand why things work right. or be able to make a guess of why things work. So, like, my friends have, like, had an... Been, like, looking at something on their computer or on their phone and being like, you know, how did they do this? And, like, well, I'm guessing, like... You know, like, if you input this thing, then this this other thing will happen. Yeah. That's, like, very, very, like, vague and broad. But I've definitely found myself, like, trying to critically look at, like, hey, I'm looking at this right now. How is this working? And, like, if I wanted to make this myself, what would I do right. on a very, very, very basic level?
0: But I think that really, when it comes down to it, is the best of education. And in many ways, the best of a liberal arts and sciences education is not just... Okay, I learned how to do stuff. Like I can execute functions, I learned facts, but oh, I have the skills to figure something out, even if it's not something that's previously been taught to me. Because you could never in four years learn all of the stuff you would need to know in like the next 60 years of your life. But if you're graduating or even before graduating, coming to those skills and those ideas of, okay, here's how I puzzle out these things, here's how I use the knowledge that I have already to get to the place that I need to go, that to me, is the goal that everybody should have for their education.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um I've talked to, I've talked about this with people before and they're asking questions, but yeah, I think like you really know you're doing something right if the students are talking about what they're learning about or what they're doing in class outside of those classes because um, like, I'm not an English person. I'm not, like, someone who likes to read books for deeper meaning and do that stuff. But my first semester at school, I was, like, talking about these readings with my friends. And we were, like, like, oh, look, that quote right there is from the book we were reading. And, like, it was on, it like, a tea bag or something like that. Nice. So, like, like being able to find these things, like, hidden in everyday life, you know. And like, yeah. and, like, just apply everything we're learning to the real world, which I think is crazy. And I think it's, like, making my life, like, I don't, like... It's, especially in my communication level I've been looking at movies sometimes mm-hmm. and like looking at those and now sometimes if I'm like really in a certain mood I will break apart this movie in my head and be like "Oh, I didn't even pay attention to what was happening I just right. like looked at all the things and like try to say what see what they were saying <laughs> between the lines <laughs> yeah. and all that
0: traditionally and all of our podcasts by asking guests the same four questions but first I have a bonus question for you that I've been wondering for the last 25 minutes is your shirt on inside out is it really yeah is that on I think so but is that not on purpose
1: Uh, It's not on purpose. I thought maybe it was a style thing. It definitely is a style thing. That makes so much sense because when I put it on, I was like, "Why is the collar so weird right now?"
0: I think that might be what's (laughs) coming. But I will tell you if you're worried about having walked around like this all day. The only reason I realized is because your buttons are backwards. Are
1: they really? Yeah, but
0: I wouldn't tell from far away. I don't think.
1: I'm so glad that. Well, actually, okay. So I haven't really been outside very much today. Mm. Um. well, actually, okay. So I went outside and then I came home and then I took a shower. So I put on new clothes. Sure. But I was also cleaning my house with people and no one said anything to me so
0: maybe they just didn't notice yeah
1: true it's a good look
0: you keep it for the rest of the day yeah maybe
1: maybe we'll see if anyone says anything yeah be a new social experiment i'll write i'll write an app about it (laughs) (laughs) okay a new game
0: (laughs) Uh, question one of our four traditional questions is uh what is the best place on campus
1: wow just in general Mm -hmm. oh what's your favorite
0: place to go on campus
1: hmm that is a great question I think, well, okay, so again, going back to our top conversation about sunny days. So, okay, so picture this. It's, <laughs> it's like springtime, you know. Finals week is coming, but it's not there yet. So you're a little bit stressed, but not too stressed. And it's like a Friday afternoon, and it's super, super sunny out. The best spot is, so there's Todd Field, which is the big, big field in the middle of campus. Mm-hmm. There's a mini field next to it on the left that's like a little bit raised. hmm I think that's the best spot because that way you can, like, spread all your stuff. You have so much room and you have some concrete if you, like, don't want anything to spill over. And you can also just, like, watch everything happening around you. And I think being able to just see all this stuff happening and, like, everyone's kind of in their own little worlds, but, like, they're all mixing around and just being able to, like, watch it all. And then also, of course, see the dogs walk by you. (laughs) um, I I think that's definitely one of the best spots on campus.
0: What are you reading right now?
1: What am I reading right now? Okay, so I used to read a ton as a kid, and I'm not reading as much, but I bought Dune. Like, I, I don't remember the author's name, but the author's from Tacoma. I remember oh. reading that. I, I'm really blanking on their name, and I'm only on page 50, but I have my long flight to Budapest ahead of me, so maybe I'll make it onto page 100 by then. <laughs> <laughs> but so far, it's really interesting, and I want to read it before the movie comes out. So, or like the new movie. They made old movies, but I want to read it before the new one comes out, so... I'll stay tuned.
0: <laughs> What's the best place to eat in Tacoma?
1: Um, best place to eat is definitely, okay, not definitely, but for my own <laughs> for my own opinion, um, East and West on Proctor. Mm-hmm. Um, I, for some reason, had not discovered pho until I came to college. Um, I guess there's not many. Well, also, okay, again, also, why would you eat pho in the desert when it's 115 degrees sure. in the summer? Sure, soup, yeah. Yeah, so, but when I came to college, I, like, discovered it and even though it's been here for a very very long time but and i think it's so good and east and west is within walking distance to campus you can walk there and have like a nice little stroll um and it's really good and it's like it's like you can afford on a student budget so good time
0: (laughs) noah lastly what makes puget sound so special
1: I think the community is what really makes Puget Sound special. I know I've hinted at this before, and I whenever anyone ever asks me about Puget Sound, I always talk about that. But just seeing how everyone is really so closely tied to each other and to the community and to everything surrounding it, um, I think every all the, everything on campus is just like an intermixing of different communities. Whether that's in your friend group, or in your major, or in your residence hall, or the campus itself, everyone's always looking out for each other and trying to help each other out um like once I my ID card and keys and stuff all fell in my pocket in Diversions Cafe and someone who I'd never met before found me on Facebook messaged me and went through all these different processes just to get my keys back to me Mm -hmm. when they could have easily just left them there or dropped them off somewhere randomly but they really wanted to make sure that you know I got what I needed back and that's and I've seen so many different examples of that everyone looking out for each other or even just like I've walked by people enough times that we're friends now and we like talk to each other and I think that's so cool and I think that's only possible because of how strong our community is on campus and how much everyone is like really trying to be there for each other and like help build each other's other's experience to the best that they can.
0: Noah Thomas, thanks for joining me on the podcast.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: Thank you to our guest and to you, the listener. You can follow Puget Sound on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Univ. IV puget Sound. And we hope you'll join us next time for another episode of PS, the Puget Sound
1: Podcast.